0: Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith.
1: Welcome to another episode of Discovered Wordsmiths. Uh, I'm going close to three years here now, so that's doing pretty darn good. And this episode's an interesting, special one. So today I've got Kathy Klein. Now, you may recognize that name from a couple of weeks ago. Kathy has an independent bookstore that she started. It's a pop-up bookstore. So she takes it with her. She travels and goes places. I know she does a book club at a winery. She's popped up at the local uh, ice cream store. So it's an interesting new way of looking at things and doing things. She seems to be doing good with it, still growing. Uh, but I loved supporting bookstores and especially an idea like this I love because she can go where is needed, craft displays at Christmas and all sorts of things. So Kathy uh, was kind enough to come on and talk about some upcoming books and some of her favorite books that you can order and get from your local bookstore or through her. And uh, before that, we did this interview, though. And this so the interview takes place before the episode she was on a couple weeks ago. And we talk about her bookstore and what she does and independent books and the book industry in general and some good stuff. So uh, please sit back, listen, enjoy the episode. Uh, There's some good talk. And I want to encourage authors to get out there and get to know your local bookstores, get to know these people. Kathy displays my books. Uh, I'm not sure if she sold any yet. But uh, she does display it, and they are there. So it's a good win-win for everybody. And I encourage everyone to talk to their local bookstores. And if nothing else, if you're looking for a book, give, get in touch with Kathy. She might have it, and she's more than willing to uh, work out shipping or pick up at her house. She has a basket. People stop and pick up. So uh, she's really trying hard, and I encourage that. So let's listen to Kathy. All right, so today I'm excited. I have a friend of mine, Kathy Klein, on the undiscovered word Smith. I've known Kathy for a decade ish, decade and a half, something like that. Our girls weren't Girl Scouts. We were both Girl Scout leaders. Kathy, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing good. Thanks. And it's a nice warm day here in Ohio. So, yeah, surprisingly for February. (laughs) Yeah, that worries me. I wonder what March is going to be like. Exactly. All right, so. This is going to be an interesting discussion and podcast because I'm not talking to Kathy about a book she's written. I'm talking to her about an endeavor she's involved in where she has started a pop-up bookstore. And I think that is something I'm very excited about because I always ask the authors, do you have a favorite bookstore? And I try and push people into libraries and push people to bookstores to support them. Don't just order Amazon. Don't just go to the chain. Go find the local. and that's exactly what you are. But instead of saying, Hey, this is my relocation. Come visit me. You're like, Hey, I'm going to be all over and I'll probably be close to you. So where did this idea come from and why did you want to do it?
2: It actually came from another po- a podcast that I listened to and they had a guest on there from North Carolina and she had a pop-up bookstore called Shelves. And I started following her on social media and looking at what she did. And I thought, you know what, I can do that. And I always wanted to get back into the book business. because I used to manage Borders Bookstore and before that Walden Books when that was still a thing in malls. Oh my gosh. And, and I probably uh, ran
1: into you at some point. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, because I was at Walden Books. I don't know for a number of years, and then I opened the Borders bookstore that was local, mo- most local to us in Cayuga Falls. Until I had my oldest daughter, and I always wanted to go back to it. And now that my both of my daughters are in college, I thought this is a good time to get back into the book business. So when I heard about the pop up idea, I'm like, that's something I'd never thought of, but I can do that.
1: So I, I that love people- that. Yeah, a, a large part of what I do is I, I work, I work with kids and parents, showing them that hey, the future is not the fifties. Getting out of school and getting an easy job while you pay for college, and then getting a job at a company that will eventually give you the gold watch—it doesn't exist. There, no. there's too much turmoil and things changing, and the, telling our kids that hey, there's going to be a job for you is right. lying at times. And I encourage people to look into avenues. I'm not saying go do something and that's your full-time career, but something you could do on the side. So how right. full-time is this for you? It's actually ending up being more than I anticipated, but <laughs> okay. it's a new business.
2: I have to spend my time. I teach preschool as well. So that's my more of a full-time job than this, but this takes up just as much time at home getting everything prepared and advertising and learning social media and algorithms and how to get my name out there that's a whole new ball game for me so it's taking up a lot of time but I have fun doing it so it's not and, and work.
1: exactly yes I love that you just yeah. said absolutely everything I've preached to others and that a lot of new authors <laughs> are told that you're running yeah. a business you may write right. a book but you have to run the business if you don't want right. to run the business, then either you're doing this as a hobby or you're going to spend a lot of money hiring someone to do it. So when you say get prepared and that, give us an idea of some of the things you're doing. I know some of the things you're doing, but the listeners, they want to hear from you.
2: So when I started, I just started contacting local businesses and asking if I could come to their business and set up to sell books. And most everybody was very welcoming and were like, yes, you can. You let us know when you want to come. And I would set up and I would advertise for them. They advertise for me and people know that they can find me to purchase books. And I carry mostly new book. Then I was wondering, and I'm still working it out, so it's all a work in progress, is moving from space to space the best idea, or should I focus on a couple of businesses? So Halliday's Winery that's local to us, they contacted me and said, would you like to come once a month and start a book group for us? So I'm like, yes, that would be great. And then Lost Trail in Canton has also done the same thing. So now I'm at Halliday's Winery and Lost Trail Winery and Vineyard in Canton once a month, doing a pop-up book sale and once a month doing book clubs. So now I have kind of permanent spots where people know for sure I will be. And then I also want to be available at other times. So I offer porch pickup. If you have a book you want me to order, I'll order it. I'll, I say I book dash it to you. So I'll bring it to you. You can come to my porch and pick it up. I will have it available at a pop-up. So there's all different avenues that I can get books to you. And we and, don't and, have anything to sell books right here.
1: So let me set that picture for people that don't know where we live. Cause we live in the same small town. Yes. We used to only have one traffic light. We do yes. not have a post office. And no. I think there are still more cows in the town <laughs> than there are people. So yes. that, that sets the mood. <laughs> yeah, I lived in California and they said, Oh, there's a discount grocery store, but it's way out of the way. And I'm like, okay, I don't have the money. Tell me where it's at. I'll go to it. It was literally 1.2 miles away. Oh and went to it. it was too far. Our right. closest is eight miles away. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly.
2: And for us, the closest bookstore, if you don't, if you want to go to an indie bookstore, you have to go more into Cleveland for new. There is a great used bookstore in Kent, Last Exit, yep. and I love them. But- to have an indie bookstore you have to go more Akron or Cleveland which is a yep. pretty
1: good drive for us. Yeah. So I there's just so many parts of this that I love and I love the things you're doing the market and thinking about that trying to think outside the box and pushing it and you realize that they are it's a new business and all of that. Right. So what's your success been like? You don't have to give us numbers but have people been receptive? Are they coming back? Are you like knowing you can set up and sell books?
2: Yes. Yeah. So it's been very successful so far in my eyes. Have I made a profit yet? No, but you have to put in to get out. Other than that, I'm happy with how things are going. People have come back. I've had return customers. I offer a loyalty card. So I've seen those coming back to get punches. So I know even if I'm not remembering you exactly, I know you've been here because you're bringing your loyalty card back, which is great. And People have been very receptive. Business, For the most part, business owners have been extremely receptive. I've been invited back everywhere that I've been so far, and I'm actually think, starting to think about that. The last couple months, I've tried just staying at the two wineries that I mentioned, and it's been great. However what if people don't want to go to a winery? Maybe I should think about going to some of these other small businesses. Again, there's an ice cream shop in town that was great for me and different places like that.
1: Yeah. You not only are running the business, but you're a reader. So I know you you make a lot of comments on Goodreads and you've mentioned a lot yeah. of books that you have read. Oh, yes. So what? how do you choose the books? I assume it's not just what you enjoy.
2: <laughs> right. Unfortunately, probably more of that than not, but I do have other people that I go to and say, what do you suggest for the horror genre? Because it's just not my thing. You probably, I have a ton of Stephen King behind me because when I was a kid, I started on Stephen King and I loved it. Awesome. As we grow and our tastes change, my reading st- tastes have also changed and I've Not focused on the horror genre as much as I used to. So I have people that I know that do read it. And so I'll ask for their suggestions or if they have children that are in middle grade or young adult age range, I'm not reading those. So what's the most popular thing right now? And I'll get other people's advice on what to get. For those things. Plus, I am a big listener of podcasts. So I'm always listening for new authors, local authors, thing that podcasters are talking about that are more, maybe not necessarily New York Times bestseller list titles, but things that they know that everybody enjoys reading just because they have read it, their followers have read it and recommended. As a matter of fact, Brendan Slocum wrote The Violin Conspiracy, and I heard about that book on a podcast. I read it, and I loved it. And so I had chosen that for our first book club title in February at Halliday's Winery, and so many people had told me, I would have never picked that book up if you didn't tell me about it. And they ended up loving it almost as much as I did. For the most part, I think they all really enjoyed it. And so hearing about these books and he, I actually heard him on a podcast not too long ago and his paperback just came out and that's what I had purchased for our book group. But as far as his hardcover, he did not have terrific sales. He wasn't that New York Times bestselling author, I don't believe, for the hardcover. That could have, that I could be wrong on that. But now people are uh, discovering him and his book. I had a hard time getting enough copies for everybody because my distributor just kept running out. So I like to get different ideas from all different places. And
1: you do have a big variety. I know you set up like a Christmas time at the school. They always have a craft fair, which a lot of places do in schools do. And you also coordinated with the library for an author event, which I went to and several others. And a teacher that I had in high school was there and she was on my podcast. I interviewed her last week. She'll be on soon. The attitude I see is it's not just me and everybody else is stay away you're really embracing the whole environment and culture and everything around books but also reaching out to hey the schools and hey other authors and the library and so many things what are some things that haven't worked for you have you tried anything that was like okay that's just not working
2: not really i've had good reception at most places and i think It's just a matter of people discovering me and the things that I'm trying to do in the community, because I had that idea for the author event, because I love going to author events, but I go to Cleveland, which, you know, I'm fine with doing because I want to meet these people. I want to get their autograph and uh, hear them talk about their writing process and their books. And so I love doing that, but not everybody can do that. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if we can start doing that in our community and having authors and my family was like, mom, you're just getting started. Why don't you just wait instead of you just started having these pop-up book sales and you're going to plan an author event. And I'm like, you know what? I've got the idea now, so I'm going to run with it. And if it works out, I can do more of them. And I think that it went fairly well. We didn't have a turnout like they do in Cleveland, but we're a very small area. So I think that once our, in my presence is more well-known and people know that these things are more available locally, that it could become something
1: that people look forward to in our area. Absolutely. And they all got to grow. And I like that instead of, oh, we tried it once at the library, it didn't work, so forget it. You can't have that attitude because not every author has a successful book till their fourth, their eighth, their twelfth. Yeah. So the same thing with running other items for business. Now I forgot where I was going, what question you say all this stuff and I'm like, that's like the rule book of running a new small business. Everything you're saying is what you know you should be doing. I keep thinking of all these things and then I think of something else and my brain goes fritzled. So Do you have any upcoming events besides the winery and all that? Are you looking at now spring? Are you looking for beach reads? What changes as you do these throughout the year?
2: Yeah. So I, I get people that give me suggestions on different things and then other ideas will pop into my head. So for Valentine's Day, a friend of mine had said, why don't you do Blind Date with the book? So I had wrapped up books and people that came to pop-ups, or if they saw it online, they could pick out a book that, and I just, if you're not familiar, you just give a short description, but they don't know the title. They don't know the author. They're just taking that chance on the blind date. And so that worked out well. And then in March, I thought March is St. Patrick's day. So I'll have a lucky day sale. So if people visit me, they can pick a coin out of the bin and it'll say 30% off your entire order or a tote bag for if you spend this much money you get a free tote bag, things like that. So I'm trying to offer people different discounts because I know that books can be expensive. So, however, if you think about it too, when you're buying a book, even if you're paying full price, if it's a trade paperback, let's say those are around $17 dollars, it might take you 17 hours to read it. Maybe it'll only take you eight hours to read it. Regardless, that's only a dollar or $2 per hour for your entertainment where you're right. paying how much money to go see a movie these days. I have no idea even anymore, $12 or whatever it is locally, and which is a lot to yeah. me. But obviously, inflation is everywhere. So I think I get a lot more bang for my buck in the entertainment of reading a book. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Absolutely. But- yeah. Well, and as far as beach treats, I think that's a great idea and different different thing, promotions and things like that to get people interested in realizing what is out there too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Do you have any particular books that you mentioned, the one you found, but do you have any particular books coming up that you're looking forward to?
2: Yeah, actually, The Girl in His Shadow by Audrey Blake. I have not read any of hers. It's actually two women that write together and they put the name Audrey Blake together. And we're doing this one for Book Club for March at both wineries. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's not, it is historical fiction, which I do read, but it's a little bit different. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. And it's an author I haven't read before. So I always love doing that, reading something by somebody that I have. I've
1: read before. Nice. Okay, great. All right. Is there something else that I haven't asked about doing this? Oh, there. that's what I was going to ask you. You say you have a distributor. So you have somebody that, I mean, any other bookstore that they have a warehouse and you tell them right. what you want and they deliver them to you. Okay. And that's how you get what you want. What do you do if you buy five of a book and only one of them sells and you know it's a year and a half later? What do you do with that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I haven't, obviously, I've only been in business about six months. I can return them if I would like, but I have to pay them to send them back. I have to ship them on my cost and I have to pay a 10% penalty for returning them. So to me, that's not worth it. I'm just going to keep the books and run my own sale. I would rather just recoup the money that I paid for it than paying them more money to take to take the book back they'll just right. say items and you never know i was actually thinking about that just the other day if i have titles maybe that i've had for a while that aren't selling if i put them away and then bring them back out say in the summertime and people aren't used to seeing them it could be something new to them you never right, know
1: right exactly or hang on to it and a year later you find out they're turning it into a movie so I, hey get the cover before that you get the, the movie cover
2: Exactly, and then I just went to Cleveland a couple weekends ago to see Marie Benedict. I like her a lot. She writes historical fiction about strong female characters that aren't as well known in history. And we're doing Lady Clementine this month for one of the book clubs, which she writes. And then I saw that she was coming. She has a new book out, The Mitford Affair. So I got in a few copies of that. I brought it with me. She signed them. She was more than happy to hear about the bookstore and to sign those. So that that's a little bit something extra if I can give to customers that maybe they weren't able to see you know her or go to visit then they can still get an autographed copy of a book same with Celestine in the fall I met her in Cleveland and she said I will absolutely and she signed every book I brought for her and they all sold because people were like I love this author and they wanted to have an autographed book that's
1: awesome I love that when you texted me about the whole idea and what you were doing I was like I love this. This is so perfect. I wish it's the answer to bookstores closing down. We can't afford the rent on this whole big building. But, you know, this, yes, it's a little smaller, but people can still order through you. And it it, it should build. And yeah. Okay. That's what it (laughs) is. Lots of people were ordering through
2: Christmas books that I wouldn't have thought to carry. And, but they wanted them as gifts. I said, just give me a few minutes. I would look it up. Yes, I can get it. I can have it. And usually I can have it within a week, if not within a couple of days. No, and- yeah.
1: I, I've always encouraged that because people are like, oh, I'll just order it on Amazon. Well, it still takes a day or so and right. you're help with you, you're helping someone local, a small business, rather than Amazon doesn't need our money anymore. I'm <laughs> always encouraging that. And I do love that you're working with the library and doing things with yes. that. And by the way, the writers fest over the weekend went fairly well. Oh, yes. Uh, oh good. Yeah. Good. yeah. Good. Uh, I'm hoping they do it again next year. And I yeah. told him like, here's my card, give me a call when there's other events right. going on. Cause at Christmas I know the Black Friday, the library—they were doing readings for kids and stuff. And I'm like, um, I'd love to do that. It doesn't yeah. have to be my book. Other kids' Christmas stuff. That's hopefully okay. we'll start bumping into each other all over the place.
2: Yes, I was supposed to be at the Writers' Fest, but my youngest daughter had bowling tournament, so I was in Indianapolis over the weekend. So, oh, but wow. I said I can definitely give you some information on local authors. Yeah, I, that was yeah, that's awesome.
1: Sure I, I appreciate that. it. Yeah. All right, eight last comments about running a bookstore.
2: It's a lot of fun. It's hard, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. And I'm glad I'm doing it. So that's That's the short of it.
1: I've said before I started writing, I said authors are way cooler than actors because actors are a little separated and not standoffish necessarily, but they're just separated from people. But most authors could walk down the street and they're not getting mobbed, even though the people that know them may go all over them and like crazy and stuff. And authors are much more willing to let me tell you and let me give you a hint. Oh yeah. I'll sign that or things like that. So I love that about that. I love that you're doing this to help local authors help big name authors too. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank Thank you, you, Kathy. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of discovered wordsmiths, please support the author, go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book, And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running to help more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors, go to the website, discoveredwordsmiths.com, check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love. See what they have, check out their books. That's what the point of the uh, podcast is for. So people can discover new authors, find some new books they love, support the authors so they can continue writing. So please support them. And if you do like the podcast, if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer, I've got some links also at the website. Click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that I talk about. Everything that I have there is something I use, so I've got an affiliate link.